All right, peeps, we're back with another edition of the AEW Insider. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz. A couple podcasts ago last week, before Friday, I gave my Super Showdown predictions. Uh, it's a week away, so it is tomorrow, so I will give them again and give who I think is going to win, who's going to lose, blah, blah, blah. Maybe my predictions change. But we got some big news to get to tonight. We got some AEW news, got some WWE news, uh, some Impact Wrestling, I believe, a little New Japan, and a little video game news at the end. So let's get to it. Uh, some crazy overnight breaking news happens, uh, but it's about time. I mean, it came overnight because of the time difference in Japan. But John Moxley has beat Juice Robertson for the New Japan IC, you know, U.S. title. Uh, he used a new finisher too. He did the dirty deeds instead of that being his finisher. Now is a setup for his new move called the Death Rider, which is also the nickname he goes by in New Japan. It's a high angle brainbuster version of the Butterfly DDT. It's insane. Uh, I don't like when they do this, though. They did it with Jericho and with Cody. They robbed the hardworking regulars of New Japan of what they earn. Like a lot of them, especially Juice Robinson, they work hard to get those belts, and they just give it to Pete's for America, who aren't going to stay there for long. They're just going to show up. They'll show up once or twice, you know, a few, once or twice, maybe every couple months to cut a promo, and then they'll show up at the next pay per view, and then they usually lose the belt right back. It's just dumb to me. But congratulations to Mox with his first official title and win outside the W. WWE. Uh, also, real quick, Will Ospreay defeated Shingo to win the New Japan Super Junior Tournament. This is Ospreay's second win in that tournament. Will Ospreay is amazing. If you guys don't watch him, or if you used to and haven't watched him in a while, you got to see that guy move. Nobody, almost nobody's better than Will Ospreay right now. Uh, it was an awesome match. And they also had a good match between the Switchblade, Jay White, and Tana. So definitely check that out. John Moxley did a local radio show in Vegas last week. It's called Flip the Script. It was very, very, very good. You got to definitely check that out. And one part, he said he had a great workout that day, a great meal, and then he got a phone call from none other than Stone Cold Steve Awesome. It came up because they asked him what was his favorite feud to watch while growing up. Anyway, he said he was a huge Stone Cold mark, and any day he gets a call from Stone Cold, the rattlesnake is a good effing day. Definitely check out that interview. I always say that, but I like to give props to these people, and it's good stuff. And if you want to see any of the stuff that I talk about, just go on the AEW Insider on Twitter, or come to Facebook and you join a group. It's all there in full. Uh, what was I going to say? All right, um, Stone Cold's going to start his podcast up at the end of the year. I guess he's busy till then. Him and Dean already agreed that they're going to have a couple Stevie Weisers and have to do a show, so that'll be good. Because everybody knows last time he was on Stone Cold's podcast, he caught a lot of flack for it because he said he wasn't into it, and he wasn't. You know why now? Um... He also explained how easy it is to collaborate and shoot promos with AEW. He talked about how it came up to shoot a promo for him and Joey Janela, which was a great one. Uh, for an, and he also did another one for the newest episode of Being the Elite. And they shot it right after Double or Nothing. He said he put three promos in a can in ten minutes, and they got to do what they wanted. They didn't have 50 writers giving him a script and making him do it. You could tell he's loving it with no team of writers or Vince over his head. It's just good, man. No 50 hands in a pot, he said. Just good brothers working towards the same goal with these. He said he gave the, he said give him a camera and point at him he could do the rest. That's what he's paid for. 
And that's exactly why he bailed on WWE, and I don't blame him at all. And a boy's making rounds. He did another effing kick-ass video on the Wade Keller podcast. He's looking to bury Vince and WWE. It's crazy. He told this great effed-up story about SummerSlam 2018 and how the show was supposed to end, and then he threw in some serious shade towards Brock Lesnar. Here's how it went down. Uh, also, according to the Wrestling Observer, and All Elite Wrestling is planning to do a John Moxley versus Kenny. Oh, I totally, totally skipped it. I apologize, guys. I put this all in. But he said that he had a great match planned for SummerSlam. They were supposed to go at it like real, real bad. And Brock totally flaked out on it. He had all these plans coming up. He was supposed to show up at the end. He thought Brock would be excited about it. He went to Brock, and Brock was just not feeling any of it. Vince just did what he said. And he also talked about their WrestleMania match, man. That was a hardcore street fight match. He had so much stuff to play and he kept going to the writers, kept going, going, going. Brock acted like he was down with it pretty much the whole time. Then in the zero hour, Brock didn't do anything and that's why that match sucked. It's crazy. Uh, what else I was saying was also according to the Wrestling Observer, All Elite Wrestling is planning to do John Moxley versus Kenny Omega at their all-out pay-per-view August 31st in Chicago. It's rumored that CM Punk's going to return then too. Everybody thinks because it's Chicago and a Red Star but who knows uh, Shane Hurricane Helms did an interview he and Abyss are now backstage producers for the WWE anyway he was he was in the all-in battle royal last year and he told cody he would work for free but they still paid them he later sent the check back to cody and aew and told them to keep it because of what they were doing for the business which is amazing i mean the hurricane's the man uh being the elite this week was great as always it opened up with a funny john moxley and shield skit the one i was just talking about that he cut backstage also, it finally announced that Michael Nakazawa, Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks' favorite AEW signee, has his first mess match at Fighter Fest in Daytona, Florida. It's against a guy called Jay Bailey, G. Bailey. So, who knows? Also, they had the two AEW librarians run into each other again. They better have, a bit better, they better have an intergender match between the two librarians for AEW. Uh, also check out this pay-per-view site I mean they do a lot of wrestling pay-per-view fight what have you I met them on Twitter the show's going on right now actually Wednesday night if not catch the uh, replays and definitely uh, follow them on Twitter so you can see you know these great pay-per-views they have it's, it's beyondwrestling.com and it's advertising indie promotion and they're called Uncharted Ter Territory uh, they have Uncharted Territory 10 tonight you can catch it on indiewrestling.com and if you join their Facebook group the first thousand and peeps who sign up get to watch the pay-per-view for free and they'll be doing that for future ones so definitely check out beyondwrestling.com and that promotion called uncharted territory all right kenny omega was speaking with a tout he told them that he can't lose to somebody from that place and he was speaking to john moxley in their upcoming few and also about wwe by saying that place so it's crazy omega's already throwing shade which i understand because of what moxley did to him uh, as I said in the past, I'm a huge wrestling mark, movies, video games, what have you. Uh, well, it's leaked that AEW is working with great game creator Ukes, who used to do WWE games. Ukes is hit and miss, so it's kind of sucky. The rumor was that they were trying to work with Akai, AKI, the guys who did WrestleMania 2000 and NWO WCW Revenge. But right now they're working with Ukes, and uh, they used to do some pretty kick-ass titles, some bad one-twos. So if it goes through, we're definitely going to have an AEW game soon enough and that's gonna kick ass seriously 
Um, it's time to pay the bills real quick. Uh, we will be back uh, with some of the sources that we do get our stuff from. Is Wrestling Reserver, PDW, PW Insider, Fightful.com, Wrestle Talk, Sean's View, Ringside News, Pro Wrestling Sheet, WWFOldSchool.com, BodySlam.net, and Sam Roberts, just to name a few. Remember, this is the AEW Insider. This is Lee Benz. Like I said, we just got to pay the bills real quick. When we come back, we got some huge WWE news. We got the Super Show, the Super Showdown that takes place tomorrow night, and the card and my predictions. And after that, we got a little Impact news and some New Japan. Well, we talked about New Japan, but I'll be back. Remember, the AEW Insider on Facebook and Twitter. Be back in two and two. All right, we're back. Thank you for sticking with us. This is Lee Benz with the AEW Insider. No bullcrap. I just checked Facebook real quick while those bills were getting paid, and I seen that in Great Adventure on, like, June 15th, Northeast Wrestling is going to be putting on an event there. If you buy a ticket to the park or if you do whatever, you get to watch it for free, or you can just buy a ticket and get autograph sessions. John Moxley's going to be there, Enzo and Big Kaz, Jerry Lawler, all of them. My friend just posted in our Facebook group, the ADW Insider, that in August, August 15th, I believe it is, in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, my neck of the woods because I live in Scranton, it's August 18th at 5 p.m. at the PNC Music uh, PNC Field in Music, Pennsylvania, Northeast Wrestling's coming. John Moxley's going to be there, Jerry the King Lawler, Lawler, Rhino, Teddy Long, Renee Young, all that. So definitely check it out. Northeast Wrestling's on fire, and all these guys doing these indie promotions are too. Moxley's everywhere. He's killing it. Now, as I promised WWE news, I just had to let you know that real quick because I just found it out. Uh, during a recent appearance at a Denver Pop Culture Con, former WWE champion Batista noted that he went broke after leaving the WWE in 2010. He said, I starved for three years. I went broke. I lost everything. I couldn't get a job. I said that I would never go back to wrestling again until I proved what I set out to prove. And that's what that was that I could make it as an actor. And we've seen how we, that turned out for the big guy. Uh, Michelle McCool, who used to be of Lay Cool, Undertaker's real-life wife, said she quit WWE because of her relationship with The Undertaker. Uh, she was on a recent appearance with Lillian Garcia's podcast, Chasing Glory. She said that uh, she, she just had to leave. It was tough leaving, but she had to because everybody thought she was getting a push and all that because she was Undertaker's wife and it was just too much heat. They, said, they were saying, why don't you just call it the Michelle McCool and Undertaker show, which is crazy. It was nonstop. Uh, let me see. She said, uh, let me see. I, I, I think I, I apologize. All right, so she said she went to Vince. It was vicious. She went to our newest vacation. She didn't want to leave, blah, blah, blah. Left a sour taste in her mouth. So making that decision was leave. It was hard as it is. But she wanted, uh, excuse me, she just had to do it. So I apologize. And she wanted to be a mom, blah, blah, blah. All right, on Raw, Rey Mysterio. Raw was horrible. I think Raw literally, they said, had its lowest ratings in something, like we said last time. It did it again. Uh, it was just really, really stupid, though. Uh, they have Rey Mysterio. He had to relinquish his title over to Samoa Joe, which I think it's a work. It was just really, really stupid. I don't know why they do it. It's just dumb. Uh, let me see. There have been some NXT call-up leaks. Wonder how true they are, but so far they say NXT, NXT UK star Piper Nevin showed up at an IC show to challenge Tony Storm for the belt. Sasha Banks on Twitter asked if she can fight instead. They said Sasha Banks had a meeting with Vince McMahon and it went well and she's supposed to be back in the ring by the summer, so we'll see. 
you. Uh, as I said before at the NXT call-ups, Matt Riddle was supposed to appear on Raw last week, or this week, but it didn't happen. Have no fear, he will be showing up at the uh, Super Showdown on Friday, probably in the Royal Rumble, the Greatest Rumble. A bunch of other NXT stars are supposed to get called up too. Uh, like last year, it'll probably be around SummerSlam. It's always right before or after SummerSlam and WrestleMania. Uh, the Roddy Strong's going to be getting called up, they're saying, and others. Uh, also rumored, Adam Cole's going to be getting called up and Shane. Shayna Baszler, they're really, really big on them, but they don't know if they're going to call up Adam Cole and Shayna or maybe Roddy or all of them undisputed, so I just hope they just don't waste them because it's crazy. Uh, oh yeah, with the back to Raw again real quick, and that's why I had to set an order, I apologize. Out of a three-hour show this week, only 39 minutes of it was wrestling. 39 minutes out of three hours was only wrestling. Everything else was just bullcrap, bad writing of commercials. Uh, SmackDown was lackluster also. Uh, we promoted Super Showdown. They kept hyping Goldberg the whole show. He came in at the end, he cut his promo. And how, like last time, Undertaker on Raw said, you're next using uh, Goldberg's promo. At the end of when Goldberg was done, he said, rest in peace. The lights went out. Undertaker's music hit. I didn't think he really show up. You know what I mean? I thought it'd just be like fake lightning and just him on the screen. Lights go back on. Undertaker is in the ring behind Goldberg. Goldberg senses him, smiles, turn around. Goldberg's not afraid of anybody. You know that. So they just stood face-to-face, nose-to-nose, and got closer. The lights went out again, and Undertaker was gone. Goldberg laughed some more, and he said, we'll see him Friday. All right, so speaking about Friday tomorrow is the Super Showdown. Speaking about Goldberg versus The Undertaker. Uh, I want Goldberg to win. Goldberg would destroy Taker. I don't care what anybody says, blah, blah, blah. But this is Super Showdown. These guys over there paid billions and billions of dollars, like a 10-year deal for a billion dollars or something like that to have wrestling. And they want the legends. That's why they do this. So I know WWE is going to give it to Undertaker, but I'm going with Goldberg. Then we have Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. I mean, give me a friggin' break. Seth Rollins is going to win, of course, but if you watch Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar acted like he was going to cash in a briefcase. He literally beat Seth Rollins within an inch of his life with a steel chair, and he wouldn't cash it in, and he said he's going to cash it in Friday. So with that match, expect Brock to show up, but there's no way he's going to win a belt from Seth. Then you got Kofi Kingston versus my man Dolph Ziggler. I'm super ecstatic, like I said before, that my dog Dolph Ziggler is back. He's the, my favorite in the game right now, and he is one of the best ever. Um, he's not going to beat Kofi, though. Kofi Kingston's going to win that. Then you got Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. I used to hate Roman Reigns. I got respect for him. Now I always have respect for him. But I mean, I like him now. He's tolerable because they're not trying to shove him down their throat as champion. But I always like the bad guys too. I want Shane McMahon to win. I'm going for Shane McMahon. I mean, I'm go- I want Shane McMahon to win, but I'm picking Roman Reigns. Triple H versus Randy Orton. Triple H is my all-time favorite wrestler. So, of course, i got to go with Triple H, but I think they'll let Randy Orton win. So, when even I'm going back and forth, I'm just letting you know. No matter what, when I say who I think is going to win, I think it's going to win. I mean, who I want to win. So, I'm going for Triple H. Finn Balor versus Andrade. I hope Andrade wins. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Braun Strowman, of course. 50-man battle royal. We don't all know who's in it. That's what I was saying. Last year, a bunch of people came up. They were surprised, like Roddy Strong, all that from NXT. I don't know who was all in it, so I don't know. Then you have Lars Sullivan versus the Lucha House Party, all three at the same time. They had the Lucha House Party give him a little bit of a beating on Raw. Then he came out and put a crazy promo on SmackDown, but I'm going to give it to Lars Sullivan. So real quick again, I'm I'm going for Goldberg over Taker, Seth Rollins over Corbin. 
Uh, Dolph Ziggler, I'm taking over Kofi. Uh, Mc, uh, Roman Reigns over Shane McMahon. Triple H over Randy Orton. Andrade over Finn Balor. Braun Strowman over Bobby Lashley. And Lars Sullivan over the Lucha House Party. All right, now some Impact Wrestling news real quick. Impact star Eli Drake. That guy's a star, man. He's awesome. Announced like a day or two ago, he is no longer under contract with Impact Wrestling, which is nuts. Because like I said, the dude's a star, and I know WWE has been eyeing him for a while, but everybody wants him. So who will win the race? AEW, WWE, ROH, Impact? We shall see. Eli Drake, baby. Ken Shamrock says he wants to fight Brian Cage, Impact Wrestling Champion, for the belt, <laughs> for his belt. Don't get me wrong, Shamrock is a friggin' beast, but I've seen videos of him recently, and I don't know. He definitely hit the wall, but I'd still see it either way. But Brian Cage would destroy him, and his prime Shamrock would twist his head off. i like to see it either way, though. Uh, also, I don't know if Brian Cage is mad, but I would guess that he is. But it came to light that Impact stopped him from being at double or nothing. He was in the All-In Battle Royal. He was in the original All-In. And he was actually in Vegas backstage about to be in their buy-in Battle Royal when some pack from Impact and their management or somebody came up to him and said because he was under contract, his contract would not allow him to wrestle, which is crazy. Also, Impact stars Scarlett Bordeaux and Killer Cross weren't shown on camera but they were in attendance too at Double or Nothing. They were sitting near the front row. Both of them recently requested their releases from Impacts, and Scarlett actually unfollowed her own company, Impact, on social media. That's crazy. Uh, my dog Willie Mack just signed a multi-year deal with Impact Wrestling. If you don't know who Willie Mack is, you got to run, not walk to YouTube and peep him out. My dog, is he's the best. He's lit. I'm um, getting up in age, and excuse me, I you know, figure he figures that he's getting up in age, and they show him some love, so he's taking the deal, because Willie Mack's an old black man, he's the man, but he can move like no other, so he's like, screw it, I busted my ass my whole life, these guys are offering me a multi-deal contract, and they be treating me alright, I'm not shaking a dice, I'm going with them, so best of luck, Willie Mack. Alright, I'm not going to make you sit through another break. I'm going to get to the real quick video game news. I'm a huge gamer, as I stated in the past. If you don't like it, you can tune out now. Remember to check out AEW Insider on major platforms on the internet. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is awesome, and they just released a trailer. Four DLC players are coming. They include Shang Tsung. you got to watch this video. It looks absolutely badass. Sindel. Nightwolf. And Image Comics Spawn. Spawn's been rumored to be a character for a while, and it actually is confirmed. And at the end, it said there was two other surprise guests, and you heard a chainsaw revving. Now, in the last Mortal Kombat 10, they had Leatherface in the game, so I know it's not Leatherface. So I just think it could be Ash from Evil Dead has been rumored, too. So we'll have to see. If you have not checked out Mortal Kombat 11 or Days Gone, definitely grab them, because they're badass. Uh, well, like I was saying, that, that June 15th, that Six Flags Great Adventure, Northeast Wrestling's putting on a show. If you buy tickets to the park, you get to watch it for free. They got different ticket prices to meet Enzo, to meet John Moxley, to meet everybody. And then again, it'll be in Wilkes-Barre, PA, on August 18th. Uh, definitely, we'll do a, uh, what you call it, um, a Super Showdown result show to see what happened and all that after that. Any other news I get from now and between then, I'll definitely report to you. I posted a new video on YouTube today. 
I'm going to start. I got the editing equipment down. I have a lot, a lot of footage, like I said, of WrestleMania week from Joey Ryan's Penis Party, Pancakes and Pile Drivers 3, WrestleCon, WrestleMania 35, the G1 Supercard. I finally just edit the first video, so check it out. It's the AEW Insider on YouTube and the AEW Insider on Facebook. Also, check out Jabber Jabber Wrestling Universe. My boy Two Tooth is the man. They do great shows. They're more WWE oriented, but definitely, you guys have been showing so much love in this podcast that it isn't funny. I can't thank you enough. And as you see, the motivation keeps having me pumping out content. So if you didn't let me down, I won't let you down. I'll keep on coming out. So definitely check out YouTube. We're going back in full swing. Check out WrestleMania Week Part One. Uh, check us out on AEW Insider on Twitter and join our group on Facebook and the WFW fan group. I'll be back tomorrow night or Saturday morning uh, with the results for the Super Showdown realistically tomorrow night, and we'll see you soon. Again, this is Lee Bentz with the AEW Insider. I thank you for joining us. Ciao.